welcome back to the DeCesare Group Podcast. I'm Jim DeCesare, and this is our 10th episode. I'm glad you've chosen to give us a listen. Uh, this week, we're going to hear from Simpson County Judge Executive Mason Barnes and all the great things that are going on in Franklin, Kentucky and Simpson County. I'll give you a preview in just a moment. Hey, have you checked out our newsletter, Soki Economic Development and Business News? Well, if not, you should and you can subscribe at thedecesarygroup.com. And while you're at it, follow and like us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The DeCesary Group podcast is brought to you by the DeCesary Group, a full-service business consulting, development, and public relations firm. And our mission is simple, to provide business solutions and strategies to entrepreneurs and businesses so they can succeed and grow. Now, in this week's program, I recently sat down with Simpson County Judge Executive Mason Barnes. Judge Barnes has served in his current role since 2019, and before that, he served on the Franklin City Council. He's been a strong advocate for economic development in Franklin and Simpson County, who has experienced significant economic development in recent years, fueling growth and prosperity in the region. Simpson County is known for its natural beauty and warm hospitality, and has become an increasingly attractive destination for businesses and industries. The strategic location of Franklin and Simpson County has played a crucial role in their economic success. Situated at the crossroads of major transportation routes, including I-65 and rail, Simpson County has become a prime hub for manufacturing, logistics, and distribution. This habitation position has attracted numerous businesses looking to produce products, streamline their supply chains, and reach broader markets. Moreover, the local government's proactive approach to economic development has been instrumental in fostering growth. They have implemented business-friendly policies, simplified regulatory processes, and helped with incentives to encourage investment and entrepreneurship. These efforts have not only attracted large corporations, but also supported the growth of small and medium-sized entrepreneurs as well, which are the backbone of the local economy. As Franklin and Simpson County continue to prioritize economic development, they are poised for a bright future. Here's my conversation with Simpson County Judge Executive Mason Barnes. Hey, Judge Barnes, thank you so much for being with us on the DeCesare Group podcast. All right, Jim, we appreciate you having me on. Well, you know, we wanted to talk about economic development, so we're just going to get right into it. Can you share some of the specific factors or attributes that make Franklin and Simpson County such an appealing place for site selectors and industries? Well, I think one of the biggest things we have is we just have great partnerships with everyone in the community, from the county to the city to the industrial authority, the chamber of commerce. Mm-hmm. Everyone just has that partnership, that, that, you're, that willingness to work together, and, and no one really has to have the spotlight. You know? Right. It, it seems like sometimes there's always one person or one group that has to have the spotlight, that's not really that way in Simpson County. So we all work together. I think another thing is we, we still have a small town appeal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you know, uh, you know this, and m- our listeners probably don't know this, but, you know, Amy and I bought our first house in, in Simpson County because it is a, a wonderful, close-knit community, but you, you're really close to everything. You're, you're not far, what, you're 30, 40 minutes from Nashville. You're 15 minutes from Bowling Green. I mean, you got kind of the best of, of everything, and you can keep your, your rural way of life. Yeah, there's a lot of truth to that. Like you said, I think you could literally be in downtown Nashville in like 40 minutes mm-hmm. uh, from Franklin and, and in the heart of Bowling Green in 15 to 20 minutes. It's but, a, yet, but yet you get to come home and, and the pace is a little more relaxed. Yeah, it's a, it is relaxed. and uh, But there's a lot of good things happening there. Yeah. And, you know, 
there are many uh, industries and businesses that have been showing particular interest in in uh, Simpson County. And you know, what's what's the advantage uh, that you offer, or does the region offer them for for relocating into Simpson County? Well, you're talking about the, all the different types of industry. Of course, law, obviously, we have a lot of automotive-based yeah. uh, industry, but uh, we've recently started seeing some, some some diversification in some of the industry looking and locating in Simpson County, which is which is pretty good. Uh, you know, one our location is. I mean, you you. You know, it's like, there's an old saying, an old real estate saying, location, location, location. Yeah, yeah. And I think we have that in spades because right on I-65, easy access on off. We're, we're, we're within like a day's drive of 70 to 80 percent of the country. Yeah. So And, and I-65, I think, is the third most traveled interstate in the country. So what are you getting, 60, 70,000 cars a day that are rolling through there at least that there have been estimates up close to a hundred thousand a day that actually pass through simpson county that would surprise me and then uh i i know you're you're right there on the tennessee border so you do compete with uh you know sumner county and portland and and robertson county and, and some of those counties as well but you know they got a new exit there uh, right off of right right when mm-hmm. you go past the tennessee line kentucky tennessee line and Really, you have access from that uh, exit as well. So you have two exits in Simpson County, exit yep. two and six, right. and then the New Portland exit where people can get into Simpson County as well. I mean, yeah, when you get off, when you get off of that new that last Tennessee exit, now you you are literally yards away from the Kentucky state line, and they paid for it, and they did pay for it. <laughs> it took and, them a while, but they paid right. for it. And, and you and you come right off onto Highway Thirty One W, yeah, which you know right as you cross the line into into Kentucky, it's you know we've got a pretty good uh, uh, in, uh, business. Uh, Commercial businesses through that thoroughfare. There's beginning to be a little bit of industrial base there. Mm-hmm. Well, and and it's you know this isn't just about industry, but we also want new businesses to come and grow mm-hmm. and succeed uh, not only in Simpson County but all throughout South Central Kentucky. Absolutely. And um, being there, you know, you have uh, Industrial Park at at Exit Six. Mm-hmm. That's uh, you you can see it from the interstate. I mean, you know, that's, that's pretty cool. Not, yeah. not many places can say that. Yeah. Well, what me, yeah, right. You drive right past and you see one of our industrial parks. What a lot of people don't realize is there's actually two more industrial parks right there. Yeah. Uh, and, and they're all 90% or more full. So you're still looking for property. Yeah. So, you know, we had we had one client that uh, the most recent industrial park there, we had one client took every lot but three in that park. Can you tell us who that is? Which one was that? That was Trader Joe's. Oh, okay. You're, you're, yeah, I got you. <laughs> We're going to talk about Trader Joe's okay. here in a minute. But, and that's a, that is a big project. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you, you know, you have those parks there off the interstate. You've got some speculative buildings there that, mm-hmm. that have been going pretty – as soon as you can get them up, uh, pretty much. Uh, they, they've been snatched off the market. Uh, you have a great economic developer in Simpson County. Denny Griffin is one of the best. Best by far. And yeah. pound for pound, uh, best value yeah. for the money. Yeah. I tell you, Denny, you, you you cannot say enough 
good things about Denny Griffin's uh, work ethic and and just what he's accomplished for us right there in Franklin and Simpson County. And he has one of those huge staffs of like 20 or 30 people, right? Oh, yeah. An enormous, he has an enormous <laughs> staff. Uh, we will call it, counting Sherman, we will call it one and a half. <laughs> Well, and and reason I, I and it's you not, better say uh, two and a half. Two and Judy's a half. Judy's there in that well, well, office. <laughs> well, when I say one and a half, I'm I, we're, we're we're pulling Denny out. Denny's oh, the okay. director. I got you. I then got we you. have Judy, who is the one. Yeah. And then Sherman's really just kind of part time. That's why I give. I mean, Sherman is a good. He's great. But yeah. he, he's I give him a half only because he's not there full time. But he is an essential cog he, in the absolutely uh, in the the machinery that is known as the Franklin Simpson Industrial Authority. Absolutely. And, uh, and it, it really, to be two full-time individuals and Sherman helping part-time, it is amazing and remarkable what that what that team accomplishes. Yeah, a lot of success. And, uh, you know, just it is about location and being at that sort of in the center mm-hmm. of all economic commerce in the country, it, it's very appealing. And, we'll, and as I mentioned, we'll talk about Trader Joe's here in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, you kind of touched on this at the beginning, you know, about local government and community collaboration to create an environment conducive to economic development and economic growth. And, mm-hmm. and that, that attracts businesses and site selectors. And, you know, we've talked about it on this podcast with some of our other guests. It's Simpson County. It's Warren County. It's Logan County. It's, you know, the, the, the Brad region, Barron, Butler and one of the things that, I, that I've always said, and it really comes from a former Speaker of the House, Jody Richards, mm-hmm. he, he really likes to tell this story, but other communities around the state, other regions around the state want to be us. Yeah, They want to be like us. They want to walk like us. They want to have success like us. And the reason why is because of that collaboration from uh, local and state uh, leaders coming together. Uh, regardless of politics, coming together for the the good of the community that they represent, and I think you see that in Simpson County too. Yeah, I, I mean, by far, you know, when we look at a lot, I mean, you got to think about obviously the industrial authority mm-hmm. with, with with the massive two and a half uh, employees employees <laughs> that they have, uh, along with the city, the county. Obviously, we work really closely together. But you have a you don't think about this a lot as when you talk about industrial recruitment and business, but your tourism commission plays mm-hmm. a big role. Sure, well, you know we have the Franklin Simpson Renaissance that plays a big role. I mean, in our park system, your school system plays a big role. So when you have all of these groups that your utilities, your utilities <laughs> pay a, play an enormous uh, role. Well, so when you have all of these groups all willing to give. 110% effort. Mm-hmm. It just makes good things happen. And and you said something that that's really true and it makes me think of a story if I if I, do I have time to you tell a time. short we story. We love stories here. All right. So you, you think about the Brad region. Right. You know, will will Simpson County get every business and every industry? No. But when we don't we do hope it's one of our neighbors. We yeah. hope it's Warren County or Logan County or Allen County. And and th- so the story is in my first term as judge executive and in Mike Buchanan's last term as judge executive, 
Holly had the distribution center, had a huge warehouse distribution center in Simpson County. Right. And, of course, they were building this massive facility that they have up here now in Warren County. And Judge Buchanan, he called me one day and he said, he said, Judge, he said, you know Holly's moving. I'm like, yeah, I know they're moving. He said, we really need you to write us a letter of recommendation because it will help us. I forget now, I I, I should remember this, but there's so many things that's happened between them. But there was a certain aspect that had to transfer and he needed he needed a support letter from me to transfer it. And I'm like, Judge, that's all you got to say. You'll have the letter this afternoon. Right. I, I knew they were leaving. They're not staying in Simpson County. They're going to Warren County. And all the people that lived in Simpson that were working there got to continue working. And that's the great thing. You know, what? when one county has something great, it benefits every one of us around. Absolutely. And and talking about, you know, when, when one county succeeds or one industrial park succeeds, mm-hmm. I'll use Envision for mm-hmm. an example. Mm-hmm. You know, there are going to be some spinoff industries Absolutely. from that. And I promise you, they're going to look at Simpson County. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're going to look at other places too. But you know, that that's where the opportunities are because sometimes you have these these companies that have to have partners. Absolutely. And you know, it, there's you know lower cost of living. Uh, you get more, more more land for your buck in Simpson County. Well, you. you I think you still do. <laughs> I believe we're still yeah, pr- you're still pretty good value. <laughs> yeah, pretty, yeah, pretty good value. You know, but but we property taxes are really low in Simpson County. Yeah, too. there you go. Uh, but but the point is is that you know we've had phenomenal success and growth in the region. Mm-hmm. Simpson County has experienced as well. You 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 have a housing boom that's underway down there. Uh, you know you, you never have enough housing anymore. You've got lots of new jobs coming to the area. And, and you know, those are all good things that, you know, trickle down to mm-hmm. the restaurants, to the shops, to the gas stations, right. you know, to the to all those boutiques you have on the, the one of the most beautiful squares in the in the Commonwealth with by far. Well, thank you. We like to think so. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about um, incentive pro- or initiatives, specific initiatives and programs that have played a significant role in your success. I know you have the, the Industrial Authority. You talked a little bit about Chamber of Commerce. I know Steve down there, Steve Thurman, does oh, yeah. a, a wonderful job. Phenomenal. And, and uh, you know, there's a lot of collaboration there. So so talk about some of the things that, that happen within the community. Okay. Well, one of the things I would, you know, if you say initiatives, I, I don't know that we really have special incentives to entice people. You know, I, I can remember when you would practically have to give land away to get industry to locate. That's not really the case anymore. A lot of industry still, they're willing to buy. They want to, if, if they've got the location they want, we're going to buy it. We want to do something. One of the things that's really helped us in Simpson County is we have some local guys that have come on as as developers mm-hmm. in in industrial parks you know yeah. having having buildings ready to go so when when you've got someone looking for a location well we don't have to wait for six months or eight months or whatever to get a building up we got a building ready for you now and that, and that's that's a couple of simpson county guys that yeah. have jumped in and and done some work in that area you can say their names if uh, you want or uh, it's up to you yeah well uh kent kelly and david, david carver, carver yeah. they're doing they're doing a great they're job killing for, it down they, there. they are <laughs> and, and and so you know when you've got some folks in your community that are willing to put that kind of i'll say risk out there mm-hmm. 
it, it pays big dividends to your community because now if you've got this place, they're looking and they need a hundred thousand square foot and they're ready to go to work. We can just move them in and then go to work. Yeah. And I'm going to, I'm going to give you all a shameless self plug here. Uh, I know for a fact that uh, a 300,000 square foot pre-engineered metal building was just completed mm -hmm. and it's on the market. <clears throat> so if any of our site selectors from around the country are listening or looking for a facility of that size, you've got one ready. Got it ready to go. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and Ken and David put that together and, and, you know, that's great. But even, even if they weren't there, Mm -hmm. I think you would still see the su success you're seeing because you mentioned, you know, a lot of a lot of communities still have to give that free land as an yeah. incentive. Yeah. But, you know, companies that are willing to pay for property on I-65, they're going to recoup that cost because they're not going to be paying that four bucks a gallon for diesel to haul an extra 30 miles where they got free land. In per per perpetuity, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where where you're jumping on the interstate in two miles, yeah, uh, or, or less. Uh, so I mean, so the math works out the, in the in, yes. pretty quickly. Yes. So anyhow, I, I think that's great. Now it's great that you have um, you, you know some local people there that are willing to to give back and invest in their community and do these things to help attract uh, new jobs. Because right. that's what it's all about is Absolute, creating opportunity for your, your citizens. Right. Right. Um. Can you, and this is where we're going to talk about Trader Joe's recent success stories and notable projects that resulted from the economic <laughs> development effort that you all have together uh, going on down there. So Trader Joe's is a perfect example. Talk about that. Well, it's not the grocery store. Everybody, no, you no. know, oh, we're getting a Trader Trader no. Joe's is coming to Franklin. No, it's not a grocery store. You know, we we, <laughs> we announced a Trader Joe's Trader Joe's distribution center locating. Uh, and there were a ton of people on social media that, you know, you're, you're talking 800 plus jobs averaging like $23 and 40 cents an hour, mm -hmm. uh, you know, holidays, benefits, retirement, insurance, everything. And so many people were disappointed. It wasn't a retail store. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, I would be remiss to say that we're not having some discussion about that. I just don't know where that's going to lead to. We are having that discussion. But, yeah, yeah the folks with Trader Joe's, they were tremendous to work with. They came in, uh, I believe it was the like the week right after, like the Tuesday, right after Labor Day Monday mm -hmm. uh, last year. And now they are they are pushing dirt and and got a retention. But I mean, they're moving along. They want to have the first building up and operational by this fall. So, you know, you're talking about one of, I guess, from my understanding, one of the elite grocery chains. Yeah. With with their basically they're going to be their Mid America hub right there in Simpson County. You know, practically a million square feet in three different buildings, mm -hmm. over 800 people with, with very good paying jobs. And so that is absolutely one success story, and they've been tremendous to work with. You know, another one I would say would be uh, Lyle Kim mm -hmm. that, that just recently uh, located. And it's one of those you were talking about, Jim, where, you know, you have spinoffs 
of other industry because there and and here's let me let me mention one other and and uh you know you guys were down in part of this one too i believe the precision power yes so so there's three real recent what i would call success stories and here's the greatest thing about those three three completely different types of industry and really from what we think about the traditional automotive industry although lyle kim is kind of automotive related and i'll talk about that list a little bit it's not in the traditional sense of combustion automobiles like we think so right. so three completely different industry diversicate you know some diversicate diversification that's easy for me to say that's right uh in, in the industry base i think about you know let, let's say and i don't know this so i'm not i'm not saying this will happen but let's say that the electric vehicle market really takes off big mm-hmm. and combustion engine production kind of falls i'm not saying that will happen i don't know i'm i'm you know i'm i'm county judge i'm not uh, i'm yeah, not yeah, foreseeing yeah. the future here i don't know you're not the chief economic right, policy but, but, advisor for congress <laughs> exactly exactly but i'm just saying if that were to be the case cuz current you know prior we're so heavy into the automotive industry and and there's you know parts and pieces on an internal combustion engine car that really won't be used on an ev now if something were to happen and we lose some of those jobs here, here with these three industry is well over a thousand jobs. Right. That, that that's right here, right now. And and two of those are are brand new to Simpson County, and one's an expanded. They're growing so much they needed to, to build a new facility. Right. Precision. Power. Right. So you've got so with Trader Joe's, we all know that's the grocery industry. Uh, mm-hmm. Lyle Kim. As I understand it, and uh, John Easley, their their manager, I've talked with him a lot. He's a very intelligent man and under, knows a lot more about this than I do, so I will simplify this. Yeah. Some kind of device or piece that helps prolong or uh, extend the battery life of your EV vehicle. I got you. I, he's explained to me two Extended or three life times. battery production. I guess. <laughs> he's explained a few times how that all works, and, and I've, I'm yet to get it. But And then, of course, you know, precision power in the, in the Internet and broadband industry, mm-hmm. uh, which is, you know, that's a big deal right now, not just statewide but nationwide. Yeah, and they provide uh, the, the wiring systems or something to that, cables, et cetera, right. for the uh, the – high-tech telecom industry yeah, yeah. <laughs> fiber and yeah. all that good yeah. stuff but you know those those are three very recent projects mm-hmm. you know and that's not to c- count all the other successes you've had over you know with the fritz winters of oh, the world yeah. and yeah and uh rkw and you know berry plastics and and i could just keep rattling off yeah. all these different uh great uh industries that you have and and work and then you have you know retail coming you know you got a five-star now you may have two uh, you have Casey's. You know, uh, convenience stores are popping up. You have the Mint. <laughs> Today is National Donut, Donut Day. I know. And it's and, also and, National Leave Work Early Day. Right. Now, you know, obviously. It's... I tried that, but you got me over here doing a podcast. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> but, yeah. So what, I brought up National Donut Day because right between our Zaxby's and our Dairy Queen, right in front of Lowe's, we're getting a Dunkin' Donuts. There you go. Yeah. Everybody loves Dunkin'. And then we're getting, here was a new one on me. New retail uh, commercial business, Wawa's. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a convenience store. They they they're big in Florida. Yeah. Um. They they're they're like mega 
convenience stores. Yes, I, 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 I had to Google Wawa. I I, I had never now, heard. Now where of is it. that going? It is going out uh, by exit number six. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, like you know, it, it, there are spinoffs because of that because of your growth, you're going to have more of those. Type, you're going to have more restaurants come in. You're going to have more retail facilities. You you know, uh, Lowe's is going to double in size. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that, yeah. but it could happen. Um, so tell us about, you know, with all this, this economic growth, what kind of impact is it having on, on your local economy and, and the community? Tell us, tell us how that's changed, uh, Franklin and Simpson County and, and what kind of impact it's having on, you know, the people that live there yeah. and what, how's it impacting uh, local government? Well, you know, obviously we, we, you know, we're three, three years removed from the 2020 census, right? 2020 census showed Simpson County as the sixth fastest growing county in the state of Kentucky and projected that we would be at, you know, 30,000 people or more by 2024, 2026. Well, here we are a year away from 2024. I don't think we'll be at 30,000 people by 2024. Wouldn't surprise me to be there by 2026. You know, one of the things with all the industrial growth, something that has happened that has been kind of way behind in Simpson County is the residential growth. Mm -hmm. And so we're starting to see a lot of that. And, uh, you know, one thing we have to work on a comprehensive plan for our planning and zoning and, and the city, uh, and I'll applaud the, the, the city government of Franklin for, for, and you're a former city commissioner, right? Yeah. Eight years city commissioner prior to becoming County judge executive, uh, five years ago. And so, yeah, so a little 13 years of involvement in local government, both city and now as right. county judge. But I'll applaud the city for doing this. Uh, it had been some time since our planning and zoning comprehensive plan had been updated. And, and the planning and zoning in Franklin is a joint venture between the city of Franklin and Simpson County. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so they wanted to kind of work toward, you know, a plan on what is Franklin going to look like but let's work on our comp plan too. So we've had some really good community meetings. In fact, we had one just last night, about a hundred people showed up and we're talking about where do we want to see, you know, future residential, future industrial, future commercial growth. And I think we're going to have some good things come out of that. It's with anything though, Jim, the growing pains bring both good and bad. And there's people that, that love it. There's people that don't love it so much. Mm-hmm. And, and the, you know, the one thing I try to urge people to understand is, you know, they want the Trader Joe's grocery store or a Publix or a Kroger or, yeah. you know, wh- wh- they don't necessarily want all the other things. But the, but the reality is if we don't have the, the, the job base and the housing base mm-hmm. to bring the people those other things really are not going to come. Yeah. So we're starting to we're starting to kind of see all things click in, in Simpson County. You know, the industry's been strong for a while and is really going well. And like we talked about earlier, I credit Denny and his staff. And uh, I mean, it, it is tremendous the job they do. Yeah, they do. Uh, wonderful work. But you've got the industry going well, the housing market's going well, and the commercial side's going well. And I think we'll see a lot more you know, retail businesses that are what I call the amenity stores that people love to see and love to visit. Yeah. And I wasn't planning on talking about this or asking about it, but you did trigger a thought. 
plus you you pull a lot of customers from Tennessee for that 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 sales tax break. <laughs> well, there's there's a little bit of tax difference between yeah. Kentucky and Tennessee, and you know we've got literally, I mean, literally within that forty five minute drive, we have well over a million Tennesseans. Oh, easy. Yeah, uh, uh, because you, you, I don't even know what the population of Davidson County is now. That it's, uh, it's big. Uh, it, it's huge. <laughs> Uh, so yes, you, you drive across the state line and immediately save three and three quarter percent in tax. Yeah. Now, now I do, I've always quick to clear this up for people that, so they can completely understand there's only 1% difference between Kentucky and Tennessee state sales tax. Mm -hmm. okay. It's the local sales tax. It's the tax. local sales tax that Tennessee uh, local governments have the ability to put on up to two and three quarter, and most of them implement that. So right. when you're buying in Tennessee, typically you're paying nine and three quarter percent. And Tennessee does one thing that we don't do in Kentucky also. What's that? They tax groceries. Yeah. And we do not tax groceries. Well, so. they don't have income tax either, so the, you got to keep true. that in mind. Well, the state legislature's working on that. Yeah, now. they are, yeah. and we, that's a different <laughs> conversation for another day. <laughs> All right, hey, uh, talking about you know again your 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 local elected officials, your utilities, and and the collaboration. What about uh, the infrastructure and resources, and what kind of advantages do you have to offer? Uh, you know, obviously you're in a great place, but tell us a little bit about your utilities, your infrastructure, your roads. Um, what makes them so appealing to, to people? Yeah. So, so advantages, right. We talked about location. We said it. location, location, location. Right. You can't, you can't, there's no way you can replace location. We're blessed in that manner. Uh, you know, the state, the, the state transportation, Kentucky Transportation Cabinet, they're, they're working on a lot of projects in Simpson County. One's a widening of 31W. Mm -hmm. that, that's in the plans. There's a widening of 100 East going from the interstate toward Allen County. Okay. That, that's going to be brought back into the state road plan. Uh, and then they're making a lot of improvements at several intersections where state roads, you, you know, yeah. intersect. So they're doing a lot of improvements there. You know, so that that's a big help. Uh, you know, another thing that's going to be huge in the coming years for a lot of communities is going to be water. Mm -hmm. But before I talk about water, I'll say this real quick, because this is this is an easier conversation than the water conversation. You know, we have two two electric utilities that, that serve Franklin and Simpson County, the Franklin EPB and then Warren Rural Electric right. serve Simpson County along with seven other counties. And both of those uh, in Simpson County have upgraded and, and, you know, like the EPB, I, I sat on that EPB board for eight years, and we built a completely new substation. So mm -hmm. it, the, the, the electric plant board has, has it now where if one, one substation goes down, they could essentially power their, their network off of the other. So they built in some redundancy to, yeah, to yes. keep, keep and, things moving along. Right. And and the co-op has done a lot of that too. I right. mean, so both of the, both of the electric companies have done a tremendous job being ready and, and, and getting in place the things you need to grow and expand. Uh, the problem now is getting transformers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But, but then on the you water. You got 18 months, don't you? you yeah. 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 The uh, water, water is going to be a tremendous issue going forward for a lot of communities. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, 
you know, I know that, that in the all of the ARPA money, the COVID ARPA money that came out, you know, the state earmarked a lot for local water districts. And, and the city of Franklin, along with Sims County Water District, received fairly, you know, fairly good checks uh, to work on that. They've got some plans working on all that. I know that the city's working on some expansions. Uh, the Sims County Water District is, is working on some expansions. And, and what, what a lot of people probably don't know is in Simpson County, the water district actually buys out of the White House, Tennessee Water District. Well, the White House Water District is working on doubling their capacity. They're, they're, they're putting plans in motion to start doing that. They've, they've seen a lot of growth, too. Y- yes, yes. So that's going to be beneficial to us. And then we're having some talks with uh, – the Logan Todd Water District about what could be the possibilities of getting service from the west side of the county from some of that, which could, you know, alleviate some of the what's coming out of White House on the county district side and, and open us up to have more water availability. Yeah. And uh, well, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I just, you know, and I'm not... Like you, you mentioned the Envision uh, mm-hmm. battery. I mean, when you think about that, it is it is mind boggling the amount of water they use on a daily basis and electricity. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. mean they they they're going to have enough electricity, I think, to power a couple right. uh, Simpson counties. Right. You know. Right. Uh, back to the water, though. One of the things, and and for our listeners, this is this is just not Simpson County. This is all over the country right now. A lot of the water treatment and wastewater treatment plants are aging out yeah. and are being replaced. I know Logan County, uh, Auburn, City of Auburn just uh, built a new uh, treatment plant there. And and I get the uh, emails daily about construction projects that, that are going on, and I'm seeing more and more of these every day uh, because e- – e- the one thing you must have is water to survive, yeah. air and water, maybe a little food. Um, but water is essential and, you know, clean water. And so these, these treatment plants that they, that everywhere, they're, they're, they're crumbling in mm-hmm. some cases. So, you know, when you talk about White House improving their infrastructure and, and doubling their size, I promise you that's probably part of the scope of work. Don't know that, but I'm pretty good guesser on stuff like that. And, you know, that's, that's going to be all good for you. Another thing that uh, you didn't mention is natural gas. Yeah. You know, that kind of like really not water, but it's, it's becoming harder and harder to come by and communities have to compete for that, especially when you're bringing in a new industry. Right. Uh, Cause it's, it's like uh, uh, your internet service. You only have so much bandwidth, Mm -hmm. same with gas. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there's there's a lot of competition between communities to get those resources. Any uh, any ongoing planned infrastructure improvements in the works? I mean, you talked about some of the things that are happening, but anything happening locally that that you are involved in? Not not really on the count on the county government side, because, you know, we don't well, like where the city has the water district and the, and the uh, sewer uh capabilities we don't operate any facilities like that on the county side of course we do uh 
have board members on the Simpson County Water District, but that's mm. all kind of Simpson Warren Butler yeah. Water District. And, and you know, they got a new manager now. You know, John Dix is gone. He's a great yeah. guy. Jake, Saw him, though, at the yeah. chamber breakfast the other day. Okay. So he's, yeah. he's but, still around. <laughs> but J- Jacob Quarter, new manager, he's he's come in. He's doing a great job. Good. Uh, so... Uh, you know, I think they've got they've got their stuff together on the on the the, the water utility side for yeah. Warren Simpson Butler. Super. Well, I I really appreciate you being on the program. And one of the things I want to talk about is that you know if you're traveling in Simpson County on I-65 this week, they're they are gonna they're working on I-65. Can you, you believe know, that? Yeah. It, you know, uh, we're very fortunate to have six lanes uh, from Tennessee to Indiana. Yeah. Uh, and I'm glad to see that Tennessee is finally working on I-65 north of Nashville. I hope it doesn't take as long as it did for that Portland exit. My gosh. <laughs> and, and you know, you would have thought that from the Tennessee-Kentucky line into Nashville would have been three-laned each direction way before we'd done this in Kentucky. You would think. Yeah. But... That, well, it's again, it's that collaboration yeah. between local elected leaders, state leaders, and 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 uh, you know businesses and industries. But uh, the point I wanted to make on I sixty five, there are going to be some width restrictions on I sixty five, which will probably mean more big truck traffic coming through not only Simpson County but through South Warren as well. Yeah. So just you know, folks, as you're, as you're driving around, keep that in mind. Uh, but that's that's c- coming soon to an interstate near you. Yeah. <laughs> but that's all because of of the growth and yeah. the the, yeah. the required infrastructure that we need to sustain our economic activity. Yeah. So y'all are doing a great job down there, Judge. Well, Jim, we appreciate you. I appreciate you asking me to be on today. I've enjoyed talking with you. And <clears throat> well, I always enjoy talking with you. It's good to see you, and yeah. I appreciate you coming up here. Uh, to our humble studio and and being a part of the the Cesare Group podcast. And we'll be sure to have you on again some other time. All right. Thank you much. Thanks, Judge. Thanks to Simpson County Judge Executive Mason Barnes for spending some time with us. Now, next week on the DeCesare Group podcast, we'll have Ashley Wilson. She is the Assistant General Manager with the Bowling Green Hot Rods, and we're excited to have her come and be on a program. We will discuss the impact the hot rods have had on our community, but also her role as the first female executive in franchise history. We may have a few other fun topics to cover as well, such as music. I'll tell you more about that next week. Hey, thanks for joining us on this week's program, and thanks for listening to the DeCesare Group podcast. Make sure you check out and subscribe to our newsletter, Soki Economic Development and Business News at thedeCesareGroup.com, and like and follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Download the DeCesare Group podcast on your favorite podcasting platform to hear from industry leaders, business owners, and experts about the latest economic development and business activities in South Central Kentucky. Today's program, produced by the DeCesare Group, a full-service business consulting development and public relations firm. Our engineer is the soon-to-be uncle, Justin DeCesare, with content contributions from mommy-to-be, Brooke Mattingly, and grandma-to-be, Amy DeCesare. I'm grandpa-to-be, Jim DeCesare. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>